So a couple of days ago, Kevin O'Connell went on Score North and Mackie and Judd asked some questions. And this is my reaction to that interview. Welcome to MinnesotaSports.com. I'm your host, Dave. You can follow me on Twitter at SkullWorld, Facebook SkullWorld, and TikTok SkullWorld. Now, please enter my contest that I have in the description below. And if you subscribe, like, and comment, you'll be entered into that. But again, read the description below for more details. Also, you'll find a, a uh, link to the Score North interview that I'm going to be discussing. So let's talk about it. So KOC goes on Score North, and I only started watching them when I started to get into YouTube in the, and starting to do Vikings content maybe four or five months ago. Um, I started a podcast before I did a YouTube channel. And I started watching Mackie and Judd, and it was just nonstop. Kirkate pushing for him to get traded. It was nonstop. And but the reason why I would listen to him is because they had they brought on people that inside information, and they had contacts. So you got a lot of good info. But you had to sift through. 30 minutes of nonstop, this is why we hate Kirk Cousins, totally one-sided. Here are the stats to back it up. Oh, here's these stats don't matter because he's just because he's just um, padding stats. He's a dink and dunk passer, doesn't stand in the pocket. And then this interview happened. And I thought I'd give them credit. I thought they wouldn't bring any heat towards Kirk Cousins. They have Kevin O'Connell in here and that, you know, they're not going to want to ruffle the feathers of uh, the head coach. I was wrong. They brought some tough questions for KOC and they showed their animosity towards Kirk Cousins to the head coach and probably good friend. Keep in mind, he's got an autograph Jersey from Washington in his home of Kirk Cousins. They're great friends. So that is, uh, and I had mentioned on my live show uh, on Purple Pocket Podcast called Skull Live that that I didn't think they were going to do it, and they did. And I believe that that Kevin O'Connell should be running for some sort of office because he is that politically savvy enough to get out of that situation. And have them nodding their heads going, oh, okay, yeah. So <laughs> that's what it was like. So here's a here's a couple thoughts. Um, they Judd, this is the big one. Judd says, I you know, I don't you know, I know you don't like picks. You know, I know you don't like interceptions, but is there you had you had Matt Stafford, and he took chances downfield, and he was known for picks. And, you know, what is he going to be like? And sure enough, you go to the Super Bowl, whatever, and he's really successful down the field. And uh, Kevin O'Connell goes, I would not be here today as the Super Bowl-winning uh, offensive coordinator of the Los Angeles Rams. I'm not verbatim here, but if it wasn't for Matthew Stafford making plays downfield. He just said that about Matthew Stafford. Judd asked him about Kirk Cousins. He goes on to say that um, 
in the month of November, we did not win a football game. He's talking about the Rams. In the dumbfounded look, and all three guys in uh, Score North had no idea that they did this. And this is what I would, and I'm going to talk about what he said in a little bit, but I said this on my live show. As Viking fans, we watch a game, and we see all the bad things that he does. We see the good things, but we also see all the bad things our team do. And a lot of times, if it's offensive, things are going wrong. We're going to blame one person, and that is, you know, Kevin O'Connell. Now, I do see, you know, God, what a terrible play call, whatever. But when we're done with that game, and let's say we've lost, and or we've won, or whatever, or maybe the quarterback played bad that game, we will then go watch the highlights of the day, where we're seeing guys throw for touchdowns and it's every play is a touchdown right so we're seeing all these miraculous plays by all these players and we're not seeing what they did bad unless it's like a turnover that costs the game or whatever but we're or some miraculous play that went against them but we're not seeing all the bad things all the minutiae of that game but we see everything our team does so a lot of cases us as Viking fans are harder on our team than than other people, other fans watching the game. And that's why a Kirk Cousins makes the top 100 in the NFL three years in a row as a Viking on the NFL network or two, you know, two times. I don't, and then he did it at Washington too. But we don't see that. We see all the bad things that he does. And that's what Score North does. They were flabbergasted that Matthew Stafford, their new hero, someone who's greater than Kirk Cousins, who's got the it factor, who's got the, you know, the he's not risk-averse like Kirk Cousins, and he's throwing the ball downfield, and it, there's a happy trade-off between throwing a pick and then making a play on other things. So Judd, go, you know, part of his question, and it was a quadruple-pronged question, he just kept going on, saying... Now, do you tell Kirk Cousins that, hey, do it this way, make this play, it's going to, you know, it might be risky, but it's going to be better more often than not. And so KOC answers with this. We didn't win a game in November, and it had to do with turnovers and how our quarterback was playing. And then he says, we... Looked into our, you know, we looked inside, you know, as a team and what we could do better and to, to mitigate those turnovers that were costing us games. And the three guys in Score North, even after KOC left, were talking about, I didn't know that. I didn't know they, they lost, they didn't win a game for 32 days. That's what KOC did. They didn't win a game for 302. 302 days, but they were able to um, recoup from that, go on to win a Super Bowl because of the uh, community, you know, the, you know, what their players were like, you know, the quality of their camaraderie. Com- yeah, I'm not even going to say that word, but um, I'm looking for a specific word that he said, but they, they had, they had a team that could look in 
and say, hey, we need to change this. We're going to be better. We didn't get down on ourselves. We didn't we didn't uh, give up. They continued on. But he made it a point to say, yeah, we were losing because of turnovers. To me, I was reading a little further into that. Yeah, you don't win with turnovers. He also said that the Minnesota Vikings uh, were a positive turnover team. Like, it was one of the good things about the Vikings last year is that we turned the ball over less than our opponents. And you would think we would win that, but our defense was like a traffic cone in the fourth quarter and in the halves. He also said that the uh, the most important part of the game is the eight minutes in the middle of the game, how you end the half and how you start the second half. Does it sound familiar? That was the where we were the worst was at the end of half and at the end of the games. And we didn't start off the second half very well either. But the two places we were really bad at was the last four minutes of each half. So he made it a point to say that, hey, we're gonna we're not gonna turn the ball over, guys. I don't care I don't care what you guys in the media think. It is not a good thing to turn the ball over. Now, he also says that as a as a uh, team offensively, we are going to put our best on their best. We're gonna take our best play, get them in the best position and we're going to get our best players the ball. And that re- brings me back to 2009 and uh, 1998, where we threw the ball and go catch it. Brett Favre made Sidney Rice a, house, a household name for one season. And Randall Cunningham just threw the ball and had Randy Moss go invent the term Moss, <laughs> that you got mossed. And there's a, and I brought this up in the last show. There is a, uh, not a documentary, but you know, it could be considered a documentary where there's Bill, Bill, uh, Brian Billick was saying, no, 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 yes, every time Cunningham would throw the ball down the field because he didn't want, you know, that to, you know, he thought it was going to get turned over. But we had Randy Moss. He jumped up and got it. And Cunningham, for that one season, would do that. The next season, he didn't start out so well and he got, and he benched himself, uh, from what I hear. Now, there's people that, teammates that said that he, uh, or coaches, or I, I think it was a teammate or coach that said he came and benched himself. Oh, you know what? It was it was Judd actually. He said that uh, Ron, in one of it, one of his YouTube videos, said that he heard from a player or a coach that uh, Randall Cunningham benched himself in '99. That got us Jeff George, but that's the kind of mentality our coach has right now is, hey, we're going to throw the ball and put our players in the best positions. And he also said, we're going to make it simple for Kirk Cousins. Hey, you don't need to read like seven, you know, progressions. You just need to throw the ball to Justin Jefferson over here and he'll make that play. And that's how, and that, and that's what's going to, that's what's going to make the Vikings that much more successful. He also probably realizes that and he brought up you know not being pressured all the time will help right well if if you go look the vikings were like the most pressured team or the quarterback was the most pressured quarterback in the league last year top four at least but i think he's number one i don't have it in front of me but he was also like top four least sacked 
I know it wasn't number one, but he's he was tied for like in a group of you know to make him a top four, and so that don't make sense for a guy that's not mobile. One of the things, uh, one of the things Kevin O'Connell said about Kirk Cousins is he always has his eye, eyes downfield. Christian Ponder is a perfect example of a guy who has ta- who had talent was mobile, probably more mobile than Kirk Cousins, but he got pressured. His eyes went down. Kirk Cousins doesn't. He stands in the play. There's a famous play of him in that tie game against Packers uh, in 2018 where uh, he just took a hit and just cut it right between two defenders to Adam Thielen falling down at the goal line. This guy takes hits. He makes pressured throws. We see this all the time, but because of what? Because of the losses, because of the bad, you know, the occasional bad play throughout the game, all we see is that that badness. And I don't blame us for that. I was a Kirk Cousins hater the second half of 2018. I thought he, I you know, I. I thought he didn't throw the ball away and he was he was trying to try he was trying too hard um towards the end of the season. 2019 he had a great year I thought. Um he struggled a little bit once the when Thielen wasn't in and then 2020 the first two games of the season, three games probably, he was he was awful, but his BC Johnson was his number 2 court, uh receiver and we had Justin Jefferson on the sideline and we were we looked terrible in preseason, and it showed up in in the uh, regular season. Our, we have new coaches, folks, a new philosophy. We're not going to be as predictable. We're going to be put our best players out there, and that's what I got out of the interview that's down below in the description. This is Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, David. You can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok, Skull World. Make sure you hit subscribe, click like, and leave a comment. That will enter you in my contest. The description is below. I want to give away $100 on the game day against the Packers. That's all, folks. See you next time. Skull Vikings.